Welcome to the Conscious Classroom Podcast, where we're exploring tools and perspectives that support educators and anyone who works with teens to create more conscious, supportive, and enriching learning environments. I'm your host, Amy Edelstein, and I'll be sharing transformative insights and easy-to-implement classroom supports that are all drawn from mindful awareness and systems thinking. The themes we'll discuss are designed to improve your own joy and fulfillment in your work and increase your impact on the world we share. Let's get on with this next episode. Hello and welcome to the Conscious Classroom Podcast. My name is Amy Edelstein. In this episode, we're going to talk about freedom, what freedom is, how we ordinarily think about it, and what are the qualities that give rise to a sense of independence, a sense of being able to be architects over our own lives, and to be able to peer into the future towards a goal that's lofty, noble, and worthy. Oftentimes we think of independence as related to political freedom, social rights, economic justice, and all of those areas are deeply important. There's countless restriction and suffering on so many people because of a lack of equity and a lack of freedom, socially, economically, and culturally. In our day and age, though, there's also a sense of a lack of direction, where we often feel so bound by our own anxiety, our own worry, our own lack of clear vision that we feel unfree. It's almost like we have too many options, too much choice, too much openness, too little structure, so that the very happiness or bliss of freedom, of feeling unbound, of feeling unlimited potential, eludes our grasp. In the classroom, we can really develop an environment of freedom where there's structure, there's directionality, there are goals, there is a sense of values to adhere to, to conform to, to aspire to. And all of those higher values and qualities of community, respect, self-care, compassion, commitment, attainment, achievement. Our conformity to all of those values helps give us a sense of real freedom, a sense of being architects of our own destiny, and that destiny being one that is good. Our students urgently need that in these times. Certainly for the last 50, 60 years, Theologians, philosophers, and psychologists, from Paul Tillich to Rollo May to 
earlier times of Nietzsche have looked at the question of freedom, purpose, choice, and anxiety and come up with some very illuminating conclusions and directions that can help us in our classrooms and with our students. The first is really establishing a clear sense of purpose, allowing our students to question what is human life about? Where are we heading to? What are the qualities of a life that's fulfilled and fulfilling? And how do those qualities relate to care for others, to bettering our world, to having the audacity to envision a world that actually works for everyone, for the planet, its little creatures, its waterways, its human species, from all cultures. If we can envision, then we can start reaching towards that vision. If we can't envision a higher goal, if that's not part of what we're striving to dream of, we certainly won't be able to help our students take steps in that direction. Freedom is not the freedom to have more options or more choice. Freedom is that sense of our soul untethered, our soul unfurling like a fern frond that's been curled and begins to unfold, unfurl in the sun. When we feel that our capacities are unbound, that we have room to stretch and reach toward audacious goals, we find courage. We don't start with courage. We start with vision. We start with a goal. We start with a sense of the audacious possible. A sense of a real attainment beyond what we can see, but which when we reach it, we'll know is made of goodness, is made of love, is made of happiness is made of creativity, is made of uh, achievement, is made of service. When our teens struggle with finding motivation, they're disconnected from school, disconnected from their families, disconnected from their friends, disconnected from their own lives and their own selves, beginning to imagine the real purpose of human life and the real purpose of one's own life is the starting block. We can't drum up enthusiasm unless we're enthusiastic towards something, about something. We can't drum up perseverance or staying power unless we we are clear about that pull of the possible. So in these times where there's just such deep anxiety, where our youth have such a fear of commitment, a fear of risk, 
a fear of dreaming. We want to bring into our classroom the whole question of ideals. And ideals are related to freedom. And ideals are related to that goal of a life fully lived. We can get our students to become curious about a question here or a question there. Sometimes we hit on those examples that just pull the whole class together and it's a delight and a relief. When we can engage with our students in the whole search for that holy grail, for that mythical attainment of nobility, of a higher order of human existence, of profound equity and healing and reparations and transformation. If we can work around that goal, talking about a goal, putting up bulletin boards about students' goals, putting up quotes about audacious goals, and working towards that, then the challenges that are going to present themselves, whether it's a chapter of chemistry that is very hard or mathematic problems that aren't making sense to students, or history that feels confusing or confounding, or current events that feel quite difficult to process. When we have that goal as the container of our classroom, our students are gonna find the courage, the interest, and the perseverance to lean in. We have an interesting combination in our youth today of a feeling of deep preciousness and delicacy around their emotions. So much anxiety, so much fear, so much emotionalism. And we have that coupled with tremendous resilience and grit. Students who are making their way through the pandemic, students who have lost loved ones to addiction, to poverty, to incarceration, to the harshness of the world. We have the anxiety that arises from a sense that our world is on fire, quite literally, as well as figuratively. And that fact brings about this anxiety and preciousness and fear, and it also brings about resilience and grit at the same time. And they paradoxically are going together in the same body in the same young mind. And we want to nurture the recognition of the resilience, the staying power, and to lessen the focus on the anxiety and the fear of the future. And the way that we do that is by looking at freedom in relationship to a higher goal and a higher purpose, rather than freedom as this 
possibility to do anything anytime. So whether you're talking about political freedoms, economic freedoms, social freedoms in terms of expression or mobility, or the freedom to create. Put that freedom in the context of purpose and vision and goals so that freedom doesn't meander without a directionality. And so our students don't get lost in the options presented before them, you know, while they're still feeling that the container holding them is fragile, unreliable, unstable, unsafe. When we look at the freedom to envision and create a world that works deeply on all levels and brings about harmony, ease, peace, happiness, fulfillment, health, connectedness, and love. When we're working towards that type of freedom, the freedom to create that and the clear vision of where we're heading, that's going to help your students more than really any particular solution or opinion about directionality in our times. So let's bring our contemplation to freedom around this time of July 4th to rest in a meditation where we're holding paradox. We're holding extremes. We're holding the tension of our times within a framework of infinite possibility. So let's rest in some mindful awareness, some mindful stillness. And allow that spaciousness and purposefulness to fill our being. I wish you deep reflection on this 4th of July. I wish you ease for the rest of the summer. And I wish you inspiration, audacious inspiration for the school year ahead. Thanks so much for listening.
Thank you for listening to The Conscious Classroom. I'm your host, Amy Edelstein. Please check out the show notes on innerstrengthfoundation.net for links and more information. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with a friend and pass the love on. See you next time.